This episode of High on Tour with Victor Pino is sponsored by Nissanco Cannabis PR. Whether you're a small business or a large cannabis enterprise, you can rely on the expert team at Nissanco Cannabis PR to position your message, your product, and your brand for success in the global marketplace. Visit nissanco.com to learn more. That's N-I-S-O-N-C-O.com. Every year, millions of global travelers flock to California in search of the world's finest cannabis. Our job is to get these travelers very high and show them a great time. It's not always as easy as you think. Join us, your heady hosts and cannabis tour guides, Victor Pino and April Black, as we spend an hour each episode trimming back the storied nuggets of life in the weed tourism game. We'll be joined by our friends, colleagues, and cannabis tourism legends from across the globe. So get on board the weed bus, buckle up, and as always, smoke them if you got them. You're about to get high on tour with Victor Pino and April Black. Hello and welcome to another episode of High on Tour with April Black and Victor Pino. I am Victor Pino and this is April Black. Hello, hello. And we're here to just emerge on the heels of the Emerald Cup uh, you know, ball and awards ceremony down in LA. Uh, April and I were both there that last weekend and we uh, are, are with today Judy Nelson from Soul Spirit Farms and Soul Spirit Retreats. All right, Judy, we are so happy to have you on our show. And just a little background about Judy. Judy and her husband, Walter, are the owners and co-founders of Soul Spirit Farm, which is a regenerative cannabis farm located up in Trinity County, kind of right there on the border of Trinity and Humboldt County up in Northern California. And they also are part of the cannabis tourism scene. They have a lovely glamp ground right there on the farm. So, Judy, welcome to the show. Thanks, April. Thanks, Victor. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on today. I know it's always busy uh, up on the farm, and uh, we give, we appreciate you giving us a little bit of time today to talk to you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. So, Judy, could you tell us, our listeners, a little bit more about Soul Spirit Farm? How long... Uh, you guys have been working the land. How long Soul Spirit Farms has been uh, in, in, I don't know, in existence and how you got to, to come up with the idea of creating that wonderful glamp ground right there on the farm. Right. Well, so uh, we actually um, came out to this property. So we're just outside of the town of Willow Creek, which is in Humboldt. It's in northeastern Humboldt. Um, And so that's kind of our town. When we go to town, it's to Willow Creek. And so we came out here in 2001. And after living for several years on the coast in Arcata, and we just loved that it was sunnier out here, you know, the coast can get kind of foggy and gray a lot of the time. So it was really sunny and warm and we could actually afford some acreage out here. Whereas again, the coast is just really expensive, although, you know, it's gotten even more so recently I discovered. But so basically we came out here, we started 
doing permaculture based um, development of the property. So in permaculture, you kind of sit and listen and watch the land for several years before you really make any big moves, you know, or build anything or do anything like that. So we we kind of slowly started to develop it. We built a straw bale house. Um, we built an off-grid uh, energy system and, you know, we grew our own 215 cannabis. And the beauty of that was that this was an old vineyard. And so um, it was really quite convenient to just plant our plants in the vineyard and not have them be super obvious to anybody who was looking. Um, and so with the, yeah, we've just been slowly over time making little improvements, honing our craft. And uh, in 2018, when Prop 64 went through, we decided to go legit and um, also to create our little farm brand, which is uh, Soul Spirit Farm. And you can buy our flower in our own brand throughout California. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. And then it's really the did... make it's really the makings of a perfect little story so far. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so, I don't know. I think that Judy and Walter's creation is beautiful. They have delicious cannabis. So if you are here in the California market and you're looking for Soul Spirit Farms, I highly and I emphasize highly suggest you try it out. It's yuck, fire. Yuck, yuck. Super fire. But um, back to the glamp ground. So, yeah. So how did you get the idea to put those tents right there on the farm and offer such a unique experience? Well, we, you know, I'm a, a hostess at heart, right? Mm -hmm. I love to um, host people and show them a good time and make things nice and make good food. And so um, we actually had the idea to have guests come onto the farm a long time ago, but due to wanting to continue growing cannabis and at the time, you know, thinking that those two things couldn't really coexist, we waited. And so again, with, with the advent of Prop 64 and regulation, we realized, oh, hey, we actually can do both of these things at the same time. And actually, people are kind of interested in what it's like to come and stay on a cannabis farm in the Emerald Triangle. So it actually kind of enhances the whole thing. And, you know, it is what we love to do anyway. So I'm glad that we can do both things at the same time. Yeah, I love what you guys do and what you guys offer. I've had my higher health retreat there last summer, as you know, and uh, on the glam ground at Soul Spirit Re Retreats, there's six bell tents and they have real beds, real Whoa. pillows. Whoa. Each, yeah, each tent has their own bathhouse with hot running water and toilet fluffy towels. All of the meals are farm to table. You can easily walk to the Trinity River and just go for a swim and have a river hangout. Uh, it's it's beautiful. The farm, the energy put into the land. Walter takes you on a on a farm tour and his knowledge of the land and the other trees and the different you know interplantings going on. He explains everything in such an understandable, relatable way. It makes people kind of want to go home and start their own garden. I'm really curious, uh, Judy. Um, did you, when you guys bought the farm, 
literally in 2020, 2001, right? Is that, that was the yeah. year you said, but yeah. did you guys ever foresee at that time, cannabis tourism being kind of a thing, the way it's developed, the way it's kind of developed into what it is today. Did you see it developing for you guys? Was that ever in the original plan? No, that was never in the original plan. We just, we just assumed like, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll do our thing here. That'll help us fund doing the improvements, you know, Uh to be able to have like a a bed and breakfast retreat center. And, uh, but we'll have to stop doing that, you know, when we want to open to the public, but guess what? Stuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When did you realize that you had to start leaning in on the whole tourism aspect? Well, you know, honestly, to start with, part of it was like a a marketing tool for our flower, right? And originally, the very first summer, all I actually did was invite up uh, retail um, establishments, you know, whether they were delivery services or actual storefront um, dispensaries. And I would invite the people that worked at the ones that carried our products to come up because I wanted to give them a thorough education in what we were doing so that when they went home, they could, you know, speak from firsthand experience about what we were doing. And and that was honestly the first, the first thought of it. And then right. it was kind of like, well, gosh, you know, like they're really busy and there's a lot of time <laughs> that we're not having them come so we can um, open it up to other people. And right. um, yeah, so it started kind of as just wanting to educate people more about what we were doing and then sort of turned into, wow. And it's a really nice, relaxing vacation at the same time. And and because you guys are in Trinity County specifically, right. You guys don't have a lot of the same uh, let's say pushback that some of the other counties in the triangle are experiencing with tourism and some of the challenges that go with that. Yeah. Trinity County I would say for the most part is a very kind of independent minded kind of a county, you know, people kind of want to mind their own business. You know, there are no business licenses in Trinity County. Uh No Hmm. businesses have a license. So what I have is (laughs) a fictitious business name statement, you know, and, and now I have a business. And right. so that's because they just, there's not a lot of regulation. There's only 11,000 people in the entire County. And do you so know how much, county, do you know how much of that County makes up like this, the Northern California, like. Yeah. During COVID I looked up the numbers and it was like, I believe that it is three people per square mile. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So it's very rural and there's not a lot of money coming into the government, you know? And so I think they just are kind of like, you know what, unless you're doing something very destructive, you know, we don't honestly have that much to do with you. And which is great for me. You know, there are many challenges about being a licensed farm in Trinity County, because as far as the actual cannabis permitting program, Uh it is challenging. And sometimes I get a little jealous of my friends sitting next door in Humboldt County, you know, because they're the Humboldt County government, you know, is trying, I think, to be supportive of the licensed farms. And Trinity, we're still kind of dealing with people who are trying to decide if they even want to allow any cannabis farms in Trinity. So 
So that part is a challenge, but on the tourism front, I'm lucky to be in Trinity. They don't really regulate cannabis tourism any differently than right. any other kind of tourism. Right. Yeah. Well, Trinity County, I mean, Willow Creek is actually the home of Sasquatch. Am I wrong? <laughs> it is the Bigfoot capital of the world. That is true. Yeah. And when you are up there, you should definitely have a stop at the Sasquatch or Bigfoot Museums, Bigfoot Museum. There's a Sasquatch yeah. Museum. No, it's the Bigfoot Museum. And they have the, I just discovered this, they have the largest collection of Bigfoot like evidence and memorabilia in the world. That whole region up there, uh, once you enter the triangle, for those who don't know, our listeners who might have never have crossed into uh, Humboldt County from the south. There is that like uh, legend of Bigfoot uh, stop on the side of the road that always, uh, you know, entices me to pull over on my way through the lower Humboldt County and just like buy a troll that's been carved out of wood or a gnome or a a Sasquatch, you know, bumper sticker. It's so cool. I I just have to call that out because it's one of my favorite little roadside oddities. And it is really ingrained in the culture up there of the Emerald Triangle. Like Sasquatch lives, man. Yeah, Sasquatch lives for sure. <laughs> so okay, so there's eleven thousand people in your whole entire county, and it's about three people per mile, square mile. And you just got back pretty much from like a whirlwind action-packed kind of tour, Judy, where that <laughs> took you from all the way up there to Vegas to LA. And so I want to talk about that and tell everybody what you have had going on. I know that in Vegas, G4 Live was there and you were a speaker and your topic was obtaining better wellness with cannabis. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how that went and maybe offer us a couple of tips? You bet. Um, So I have been a physical therapist for 25 years um, in Humboldt County, right? And so I have learned quite a lot about how cannabis can be used to help people achieve better, you know, physical health and wellness and mental and emotional health as well, um, which of course it's all connected. So, I mean, I think one of the greatest parts of the retreat up here is that your cell phone will not work. You know, we do have Wi-Fi for emergencies, but it is, I think that the most common thing that people say after they've been here for a couple of days is like, oh man, I have not been this relaxed in years. <laughs> it's the digital detoxification program oh, of yeah. Judy Nelson. Right. <laughs> it really is. And apparently there are places you can go that like, that's the whole deal, you know, and people yeah. go on these, you know, unplugged retreats. And so that's what we're doing here too. And you get to add in the cannabis, which of course then just helps you relax even more generally, um, you know, and, and sleeping, right. Because honestly, like the foundation of wellness is sleep and here, because it is perfectly quiet and it's perfectly dark unless there's a full moon. Um, you know, it's, you get really good sleep as well because the air is clean. It cools off at night. Um, and you're out in the fresh air in your, in your glamping tent. So, Sleeping and relaxing, I think, are something that none of us do enough of these days, and that alone will contribute to better wellness with cannabis. 
I think that's yeah. a beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful response. You um, didn't hear that. When I saw that you were speaking on that topic at G4, I was stoked and I was stoked for everybody who was uh, lucky enough to receive the information from you. I think that's great. You're also on the heels of a big win uh in la i mean april like well that's the biggest news of all that's the big yeah 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 well what i was doing here is i was going from the road trip she went went to vegas judy was Uh in vegas and then on to la where it was the beginning of the emerald cup festivities and the first thing that was popping off in la was the ribbon cutting for the woods which is a new dispensary in west hollywood owned by the one and only woody harrelson so Judy was there. Yeah, that was really, really fun. And that whole dispensary, I don't know if you guys know, but he's he and his partners and the people who actually work for him and, and you know, created the menu, um, they're super committed to supporting regenerative farmers. You know, Woody is a big environmentalist and, yeah. um, you know, quick little plug for kiss the ground, the documentary. If anybody has uh, not seen that, they should definitely watch it. And he does the, the narration on that documentary. So, um, so it's really, really, really cool to have a place that kind of has that, notoriety of some celebrities that are, you know, authentic owning it. And, um, and then they're actually supporting regenerative farmers. They're, they're almost exclusively Emerald Triangle farms that they're featuring in there. And um, they do not have any indoor in that location at all. Um, So it's, it was really like a big day for the small, you know, craft sun-grown farmer that day it was super exciting it's really nice i mean it's great that he's really sticking to his uh his roots as uh you know the the hempster of hollywood or you know i mean he was super into all that and he was out about it very early on even in the you know late you know early 90s and such he was Mm -hmm. big instrumental part of kind of the movement that was charged up here in california so mad respect to woody yeah, mad respect so, to Woody. Woody, if you ever want to be on our show, we'd love to have you. And mad respect to the legacy farmers too. Oh, um, yeah, yeah it's totally for yeah, you know, we're starting to see a lot of you know, we travel a lot to a lot of uh, shops and retailers all over the state. And one of the things I'm starting to see is like more and more people are coming into the shops asking for sun grown by by name, right? So asking for sun grown, like I need some sun grown flour. And I, you know, I've worked in a ton of different, you know, retail and deliveries, you know, environments here in the Bay Area. And uh, one of the, one of the big things is like back in the day, you know, you kind of took what you could get at the price point you could find it. But nowadays, like the sun grown is getting increasingly better. The cuts are as competitive as the indoor cuts and people are just coming in for the value of the outdoor flower, I guess, in many cases, in other cases, people just really are honed in on the fact that sun-grown flour is far more sustainable, you know, far more healthy for the earth, uh, just in general. And that is a matter of principle is how people shop sometimes. So it's really, you know, it's really exciting to see, uh, you guys, Judy, at the kind of the forefront of this. And I think that's, that's uh, without a spoiler here, tell us a little bit about how things went for you in, uh, in down in LA, cause you, you won an award. I did. That was so exciting and was actually a complete surprise. Um, But yeah, we won uh, most eco-friendly packaging 
or eco-conscious packaging, I guess is technically what it is. The best eco-conscious packaging um, at the Emerald Cup. And um, that is something that has been a passion project of ours because we both ended up in the Emerald Triangle actually because of doing environmental activism. So it was back kind of in the you know, Redwood summer days, there was like a giant corporation that was clear cutting old growth redwoods. And that was how Walter and I both first ended up in uh, Humboldt County in 1997. And, um, and so we would not want to compromise our ideals. You know, we grow our flower in the most regenerative, sustainable way that we possibly can. And to then put it in a crappy Mylar bag would not make any sense and we wouldn't do it, you know? And so we, it's not easy, you know, the best packaging actually would be no packaging at all. And, you know, I would love to go back to the days of chopsticking, you know, buds out of a big jar at the dispensary because that is the best, most eco-conscious packaging but um unfortunately you know the state believes that this plant is dangerous and needs to be highly regulated which is a whole other story that i disagree with but um you know so we've really had to look you know they have child resistant um laws about what you can put your flower in and so that almost always necessitates the use of plastic and so we found some uh joint five packs and the lids to our jars. They are all from reclaimed ocean plastic. So uh, the company goes out into the plastic island in the ocean and harvests the plastic and melts it down to make things. And then um, we have hemp plastic tubes for our single pre-rolls that are made in the U.S. uh, from hemp grown in the U.S. And we have um, one of the thing I'm the most proud of that is I think we may be the only people that have these are the little shrink bands that are the tamper seals on our pre-rolls are made out of cellulose. Amazing. So someone could tear it off and throw it on the ground and it'll just biodegrade into nothing in 90 days. Um, So, and then we did just recently release some grams in fully compostable packaging. So And there's so much cool stuff going on with uh, packaging. I just met some people at an event a couple months ago that they have these plastic jars and single um, pre-roll tubes that are like made from the byproduct of these bacteria eating canola oil. Like it's the craziest thing, but it's all fully backyard compostable, you know? So I think maybe when I need to get more packaging, I'm going to look into those, but it's really, you know, the innovation that is happening in like the cannabis packaging space towards sustainability is really, really exciting and cool. Um, And hopefully it's going to actually like help all packaging across all industries come along because, you know, that's a giant mess that we've all gotten ourselves into in the world today is all of this trash that we need to need to deal with. I think, I think that's also, you know, in addition to being a kind of a testament to your work and and it's a mark of authenticity for you guys, I think is, you know, what you just explained there 
is truly walking the walk and talking the talk and being the thing that you want to be through and through. And I think that that's an incredible, um, an incredible mark of authenticity for you guys. And I think that alone deserves the award because, you know, not, not everybody can go as far, you know, upstream part, you know, pardon the pun, but as far upstream, uh, in the production process, um, to keep things clean, um, for the earth. And, um, I think you guys have demonstrated that you're willing to go, you know, go that extra distance and, and, and make the extra spend. Cause these things are not cheap either. They add, they add a, a substantial amount of cost, but it's in the name of the earth and it's in the name of our future generations. And I, and I profoundly respect that. So thank you, Judy. Thanks, Victor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to spend that extra money when the margins are so tight for, for flour, small firm flour these days, but it, you know, we just wouldn't do it. If we mm -hmm. couldn't put our flour in good packaging, we would not package our flour, you know, and that's just the way it is for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm really proud of you guys and I'm so proud to be aligned with you. And I'm just so happy to see you getting all of this recognition that you truly, truly, truly deserve. Thanks, April. That means a lot. Yeah. Judy, Judy, I have another question and my mind is going now. Cause it's like, I could only imagine what your property I've never been. It's probably April can speak to speak very highly about how beautiful everything about your world over there. And, you know, in Trinity is, but um, I'm, I'm wondering, um, you know, to, to bring it back a little bit to cannabis tourism, tell me about your experience, the experience that you try to provide in two or three sentences. What's the elevator pitch on why somebody should leave San Francisco and drive like six hours to you, right? Like just what's so special, you know, about your property that you feel needs to be shared to the rest of the world? Well, I think remote wild nature is what is so special about it, right? Because people, especially people from cities, are suffering from nature deficit disorder. And it really messes with you when you don't see the stars or you don't ever have it be quiet. And, you know, some people might not even know that that is going on for them, but when suddenly it is quiet and it is dark and you can see the stars and you can hear the river flowing while you're falling asleep, it reminds you of your highest purpose. You know, what are you supposed to be doing with your precious short amount of time on the earth, right? And um, the cannabis helps with that too, in my opinion, right? So you got nature and cannabis and quiet, and it really brings you home to yourself. And it's fun. So there's that too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's beautiful. So what events are happening at Soul Spirit this summer? Oh, we have really good events this summer. Um, of course, there's April's Greener Days Glamp Out. Greener Days. I didn't want to toot it too hard, but Greener Days is coming up June 24th through the 27th. And that Shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? 
I didn't go into plugging it too much when we got back to podcasting. So, but now that tell us, tell us all about it. It's yeah, happening at Soul Spirit, yeah. As well, but it's uh, totally focused on on our earth. We've got a composting workshop, and we're having a kombucha bar with uh, it's alive. It's alive kombucha. I love that name. And we're making it an elixir bar with some different uh, herbals and different tinctures that you can put in there. And of course, we're going to have a day where we go and um, float the river, which is going to be awesome. So much nature there to behold, natural tie dyeing. And of course, the delicious food and the delicious cannabis and Judy's hospitality. It is going to be wonderful. And where can people find out more about the event and where can they get tickets? Well, they can get tickets at my website, highwaytravel.com. Awesome. I have another question for Judy, if you don't mind the non, the non sequitur. Do it because. I know time's running out. We only have an hour. Judy, I have a quick question about what is your definition of cannabis tourism? I'm always curious to know how people who put on the space for events in the space define that term, right? Like, what does that mean to you? Cannabis tourism. Okay. Cannabis tourism is any kind of tourism that involves cannabis, right? So it could just be somewhere people can go like a normal hotel that offers, you know, a dispensary in the lobby and gives you a place that you can consume. So that certainly counts. But in my case, you know, it's an interesting thing in the Emerald Triangle that cannabis is just a part of life here. You know, it is about every, you know, it's in every molecule of every day, you know, it's just a big part of our community. And so for me, cannabis tourism is actually about sharing that experience. Um, You know, people who who live somewhere where maybe they have to hide their cannabis use or they, you know, don't have public places that they're allowed to consume or, you know, that to me is like, come to our place where it's completely welcome. And in fact, is actually sort of the foundation of our community. And um, so cannabis tourism is about sharing authentic, true Emerald Triangle cannabis culture, because I feel like we as a community have something super magical and special that a lot of people might not even comprehend could exist for them, you know? And so um, it's just nice to be able to show people that some places it, there isn't really much stigma and you can yeah. just smoke where you want to smoke and you can, you know, nobody's going to look at you funny. That's really what the tourists that the guests, the, 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 the cannabis tourists that take our tour at Emerald farm tours, um, the ones, especially that want to go all the way up to Mendocino. Um, I would say nine out of 10 guests who take that tour with us, get what you're saying here, Judy, get, that we're bringing them to a place like I'm providing a level of access to a community of people that live in a way that for a lot of my guests are, is just unfathomable, just untenable where they live. So to be exposed for eight or nine hours to that 
uh, to being able to drop your, your, your stigma, drop your fear, uh, you know, to, to stop looking over your shoulder and to consume cannabis as a regular part of your day as a meaningful contributing to contributing, you know, member of society, um, that is for them, the mind blowing experience, let alone seeing the plants, right? That's great. You know, that's why they're there. But when they get a, a glimpse behind that green curtain, if you will, um, and they really see what life could be like in the triangle for somebody who's a generational, multi-generational legacy family farmer, craft farmer, um, that makes people lose their mind. And a lot of people just break down at that idea that they had a little taste of that, you know? So I think it's it's really important to stress at least for the folks that have never taken a cannabis tour, it's important to stress that like, you know, what you said is, is exactly it. It's, it's, it's experiencing a little bit of, uh, you know, I say it a lot on the show, but can't, you know, this is quoted directly from our friend, Susan, Dr. Susan Dupage, it's cannabis from place in place. So it's like consuming weed from around you, from where you're standing in that very moment and just consuming it and enjoying it and reaping the benefits of the sunshine that hit that spot and grew that weed. So, you know, yeah, exactly. And, and speaking about, you know, sharing, you know, your, your piece of home and, and a place where you love and stuff, you and several other of our cannabis uh, tourism friends have created this awesome event this summer that we didn't talk about yet called the Emerald Triangle Revealed Tour. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that trip looks amazing. If you have ever wanted to go to the Emerald Triangle and taste this, try this, go here, do that. Yeah. This is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited about this tour. So we're going to we're doing it twice. The first dates are actually coming up really soon in like four weeks from today are the June dates. Um, so that one is June 17th through the 22nd. So it's a it's a six day, five night tour. And um, three of the nights are at Soul Spirit Retreats at my place um, in the glamping tents. And we do farm to table food. Um, there's going to be a river float trip. We also have a natural winemaker that will go and do wine tasting at their vineyard. And um, one of the interesting things about the Willow Creek area is it's actually the only place in Humboldt County that has a designated wine AVA, like an Appalachian Whoa, for wine. Yeah, yeah. And so you'll go and do wine tasting there. And so you actually will kind of get like, okay, here's wine from the Willow Creek Appalachian. Um, and then you get to experience weed from what may someday be the Willow Creek Appalachian too. So that's a super cool part. And then um, my friends at Emerald Queen Farm, they're going to offer a tour of their farm, which is um, about, they have about an acre of cultivation, but they do it all in a really craft way. Um, so it's a bigger operation than the other farms on the tour, but it's it's super cool to see all the stuff they're doing. And they're, they're big skateboarders, so they actually have a skate ramp at the farm and um, and that day we will also be having like a fancy infused dinner. And um, we're just about to release all the details on that, but it's like a, a you know, can of famous chef who's been on like 
chopped 420 and, you know, is uh, named, you know, is a very highly respected cannabis chef. So that'll be one night of the Willow Creek nights of the tour. Then people will head down through Eureka, do a um, architecture tour of Old Town Eureka because there's a lot of gorgeous Victorian era architecture in Eureka. They'll have lunch at Papa and Barkley Social, which is a um, spa and consumption lounge, a cannabis-themed spa um, and consumption lounge in Eureka. So they'll have lunch there and then head on down to the Inn of the Lost Coast in Shelter Cove, which is, you know, it's just incredible. It's like hanging over the Pacific Ocean on this cliff. You know, you'll hear the waves crashing at night and um, and then we have um, a farm tour and a catered dinner at Huckleberry Hill Farm down in Southern Humboldt. Um, and they just took home a lot of big wins at the Emerald Cup to their White Thorn Rose uh, won um, a, the hash and I believe the live resin um, prizes at the Emerald Cup. And they're just wonderful, wonderful people. Johnny is actually a second generation farmer who learned to farm from his mom from the age of 10. So he has a really um, great story and his tour, you know, always makes everybody cry. So that one's a good one. Um, And then a guided redwood tour. So the ancient old growth redwoods and um, another uh, farm tour of a real small farm at Five Sisters Farm. And that one is kind of one I think that's inspiring to people because it really is kind of like a backyard garden. And shows, you know, what you could kind of do in your own little yard. So, um, and Season does a really, really great job there, too, of hosting people. So, For our um, newer listeners, Season has definitely been a subject of our interviews. She's one of our earlier episodes. Check out Season 1, Episode 3 with Season George of Five Sisters Farm. Side note, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. another another cannabis tourism trailblazer for sure. Totally, totally. So yeah, and then people, you know, head off into the sunset, you know, having had this this really uh, personalized and kind of exclusive tour of the Emerald Triangle because, you know, actually, you know, you it hasn't been that long that you really would be welcomed in as an outsider to the community and and shown these places. Because- You're telling me I've been at this five <laughs> years. The early years were tough. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, you know, it's not in our nature. It's not in our nature to be public about tough. our locations. No, you know? no, no. But you know, I'm really happy the itinerary looks outstanding. I mean, look, if I if I were planning like my friends and family and homie trip, like out to Humboldt for five or six or seven or it's eight everything. days, that's the one. Like you guys nailed it. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience. I love it. Thanks, guys. I'm also going to have a can of mom retreat this summer. Um, that one is for moms because, you know, again, when you are a mom and you like weed, weed. you catch a lot of flack from some people. And if you live in a place where it's not legal or it's, you know, just not accepted, that kind of sucks. You know, you can drink wine all you want, apparently as a mom, but a lot of places weed is not acceptable. So we just want to offer a space for women to come and hang out with their can of mom sisterhood. And we're going to 
Um, I'm working with uh, Chia Rodriguez of um, Chaos Herbal. She's also in the movie Ladybuds, if anybody's seen that. And yep. if you haven't, you can go watch it. I think it's on Amazon video so still. So it's so good. It's so good. Ladybuds, the movie. Um, and then also with Eliza, who is the owner of the Lucky Box Club, which is a like a delivery service, subscription service uh, out of Sacramento. And she's also the cannabis yogi on Ooh. Instagram. So she does bend and blaze yoga class and we're going to, she's an amazing musician. So we're going to have a, um, a sound bath and she is going to do cannabis juicing with fresh cannabis leaves and some CBD facials with her a new CBD skincare line. And we're going to float the river, eat good food. Somebody else will cook and clean for you, which is really important to all moms. Um, so that one I'm really looking forward to too. It's going to be really fun. For those who, for those of us who aren't all hipped out to the fact that there's a sound bath or what a sound bath is, Judy, can you tell us what a sound bath is? Yeah. So, you know, it's your, you lie there and um, usually there's like crystal bowls involved. And um, the whole point is that we are, you know, vibratory beings, right? We're energetic beings. And so sometimes our, our flow gets all gunked up, right? And so the vibration of the sound kind of like washes your your energy and maybe you can help move through blockages and things like that just so that you can be be more in tune and have a little bit more ease and um you know it's they're they're pretty powerful and I can only imagine that with Eliza's beautiful voice it's going to be magical. That's awesome. And then I think Rose is doing a sound bath at your retreat, yeah. right, April? Yeah, Rose from Huckleberry Hill Farms is doing a sound bath, and I believe she has a gong, too. So we just Amazing. might get gonged out. And, Victor, if you ever <laughs> get a chance, if you're ever at a festival or something, and there's there's something called a gong chair, and they're just, like, banging a gong all around you, maybe a couple gongs or three or four, do it. Just sit in the middle of a gong banging. Yeah, just get it. Because it feels <laughs> so good. And we and just like Judy was saying, we are vibratory creatures and we do have stuff and things get stuck and gunked up. And it's sometimes you could just cry and not even know that you needed to do that release. You're right. You're right. I feel it. I feel it. I look, I I'm not opposed. I just haven't experienced one myself. So I'm looking forward to my first one at Soul Superior Retreats. I gotta I gotta admit. So, uh, <laughs> so Judy, uh, we're wrapping up our hour with you. I want to thank you so much for coming out with us, uh, and, and hanging out with us today. Um, talking to the, the high on tour crew. Um, we are big fans. April's been a friend of yours for a long time. I am a newer friend to you. So thank you so much on behalf of the two of us. We really appreciated your time today. Uh, but before we let you go, there's a little thing we do here at high on tour with all of our guests. You have 30 seconds to give us your high on tour hot take. It's anything you want to say to the rest of the world for 30 seconds. The floor is yours. Go for it, my friend. Okay. Well, get out in nature, enjoy some cannabis and come home to your highest purpose. So we all can just be doing our best work in this world and making the world a better place.
Yeah. How can people find you, Judy? Oh, yeah, that's important, huh? Okay, so uh, Soul Spirit Retreats, S-O-L, like the sun, no you in there. Soul Spirit Retreats on Instagram, soulspiritretreats.com. If you're looking for information on the tours or the Canamom Retreat, go to soulspiritretreats.com forward slash events. And um, yeah, I'd be love to hear from you all. Awesome. Well, Judy, it has been a pleasure having you on our show. I love and admire and respect everything that you are doing with Soul Spirit Farms, with your packaging, with the glamping, and I'm excited to see what lies ahead. Thank you, y'all. Thank you, girl.